welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. What's up, guys? In today's video, I want to talk about one of the most important aspects of selling products online in general, and that is standing out in search results. To me, this is probably the hardest part of uh, succeeding as an e-commerce seller. Um, if we think about the product life cycle, you know, most products start with inception, and from there, you know, you do any R and D, uh, some design if it's print on demand. Then you would go to production for physical products, or if it's print on demand, we really just skip production and go straight to creating product listings. Once the product listing's live, whether it's on Amazon, whether it's on eBay, whether it's on Etsy, whether it's on Walmart, wherever wherever you shop, once the listing exists, how do people find it, right? I, I know a lot of people too, by the way. Isn't it funny? Let's just laugh for 10 seconds about it. We all probably have like friends and family that think like, oh, I'm going to sell this one day, but I got to make sure everything's perfect before it goes live. And it's like, if, oh man, if only they knew that once it's live, nobody's going to know or care, right? Like if, if it was like, oh, I made it live and now the whole world knows, man, that would be a great problem to have, right? But it's not that easy. Uh, if it was, we'd all be rich, right? <laughs> so anyways, standing out in search results, this is critical. Whether we are getting organic placement in page one uh, of you know search terms or we are running ads to get paid placement, when people see our product, we want that click-through rate to be high because you can bet all of the major e-commerce marketplaces, they monitor click-through rate because it's a good indicator of relevance on those search terms. Also, if we don't get clicked in search results, they can't purchase our product. It's one of the required steps in order to get purchased, to convert the customer. All right, so this is really important, guys. Why don't we get started? Real quick reminder, take advantage of the free weekly print-on-demand giveaway. The link is at the top of the description, and two winners are going to be randomly selected and announced this Sunday. Also in the description, I've got a seven-day Merch by Amazon mini course. All I need is your email, and I'll send you one lesson a day for seven days. And I've got a great Merch by Amazon Facebook group if you guys would like to join. All right, let's talk about standing out in search results. And the first thing that I wanted to suggest is... When we're talking print-on-demand, we're going to put a print-on-demand focus on this video. We only have so much space to work with when we are designing, all right? Especially when we are talking about like Amazon merch, for instance. We don't even get to control how our product is framed. Like if we start an Etsy shop, we can create custom thumbnails for our products and we can not only you know upload our own custom uh, edited thumbnail to be our primary product display that shows up in search results, but we can even crop it to show specific parts of um, of that thumbnail. With Amazon and Amazon Merch specifically, we are more or less uh, only able to control what we have here in the canvas space. Now, I just wanted to really quickly do a quick uh, thought experiment with you. Now, you can see in this demo design that I've got that I have basically made this design fill the vertical space available in the canvas. And by the way, if you're new to Merch by Amazon, uh, you'll most likely be designing in a 4,500 by 5,400 pixel canvas. However, I do believe that they made that like flexible these days, even though I've always still just been using the 4,500 by 5,400 as my design canvas size. But check it out, right? So I went and I tried to fill up this space. Now, if I was really crazy, I could even... Uh, stretch it out horizontally 
but I don't want like my design to get skewed and, and look weird. Like I, I think that looks a little bit uh, like something went wrong in the design when I stretched it out horizontally. So typically uh, my design is either going to fill the width first or it's going to fill the height first. But my goal, generally speaking, is to be at the top and bottom bounds of the, you know, of the vertical or the left and right bounds of the, the horizontal aspects. This way, my graphic is going to display as prominently as it possibly can in search results when it's rendered on the uh, the t-shirt mock-up on Amazon. And I think everybody's familiar with what I'm referring to, right? Um, I used to even have like in my Photoshop layers behind me, I used to have like little uh, t-shirt um, t-shirt like mock-ups basically. And I could, I could mess around with it, but uh, keep in mind, once we publish it to Merch by Amazon, like they're ultimately responsible for creating that final mock-up. So the first recommendation about how to stand out is to aim to have big, bold, easy to read designs. If you have text on the shirt, make sure you've got a font selection that can easily be read. And typically that means like if you're going to do a script font, like a cursive or handwriting type font, um, there are little tricks you can do like whatever application you like to design in. Like I use Photoshop because I'm a creature of habit. You can typically go to the text layer you can right click and you can do uh, blending options and you can add a stroke and that'll make your layer of text thicker. So little tricks like that, um, you know, also just like find a list of nice, bold, easy to read fonts that you like and memorize them or write them down. Uh, the one that I'm using in this design is called League Gothic. I like it because it's a nice, bold font where it's not too wide. So I can generally fit a lot of text in without having to worry about like it wrapping to a new layer or getting to be, um, you know, where I need to get creative, uh, with like manipulating it to, to not be too much. Um, other things using contrast, like in this design here, by the way, shout out to all sunsets. Um, I don't really design too many graphics myself. If any, uh, I leave that to the professionals. All sunsets is probably the best bang for your buck. If you're on a budget and you're trying to start your print on demand business, um, and you're not a great graphic designer, or even if you are, but you're, you know, time is money. Do you have time to create those graphics? Uh, if not, you know, I'll drop a link to all sunsets in the description. Cause they take three bucks a month, maybe three bucks and change. And you can get access to awesome graphics like this one. <clears throat> but I was going to say, use good color contrast. And what's cool is if you use like an all sunsets sunset, they actually are putting really nice well contrasting colors in the designs for you. So I can just pop on over to like the eyedropper tool and click into the sunset and it's giving me, you know, the hex color codes for the colors that contrast so well together. Um, just right there, you know what I mean? So I don't have to really guess what colors to use. I kind of just follow the flow of their design that's pre-made. And generally speaking, you know, after doing some niche research, figure out what text to include with the design uh, there's no right or wrong way. Like I'm not saying, oh, you must color the text. I'm not trying to say that, but if you choose to color the text, something other than, you know, if you're designing for a black shirt, you'd probably want to make the text white at a, at a minimum. Uh, but you can see here that you can get creative and kind of like color match the, the text to the, um, colors of the design so that it flows nicely together, but make sure that, you know, easy to read font, easy to read, um, color contrast because if you have like a gray text on a dark black shirt background that's also going to be hard to read um so avoid the script fonts all those little things guys and then also make your design when it's done like look i i could make my design small like this right like i could do that nothing's stopping me from doing that and ultimately when this finished product is sold it's going to render smaller on the shirt 
in real life, some people, you know, it's subjective. They may say, oh, well, that looks better, right? But before a print-on-demand shirt appears in real life, before it exists, it must be purchased. And in order to get purchased, you need to get clicked in search results and you need to get purchased, right? Um, so getting clicked in search results, a lot easier to do when it's a nice, big, bold, easy-to-read design, at least in my personal opinion. Now, also speaking of search results, I wanted to kind of just scroll through. Uh, Easter was recently... So let's scroll through some Easter designs. Now, some of the things that I'm noticing is, well, a lot of repetition of black shirts. Do you guys notice that? A lot of repetition of black shirts. Now, we know that that doesn't necessarily mean that the shirt is only available in black. But, you know, for those of you guys that are new to Merch by Amazon, um, if you make the color black available, then I'm pretty sure it's like 100% clip that the primary thumbnail that shows up in search results is going to be on a black shirt as a result you get a lot of black shirts now the average amazon customer probably doesn't know what merch by amazon is and they don't know all of these like kind of advanced concepts that we as the sellers consider when we're making these decisions so maybe we just kind of play on human psychology and say okay if most of my competition is going to be on black shirts maybe i sell a white shirt and i do that to stand out you know what i mean like maybe we use that to our advantage like if we have a row of shirts like this one behind me, it's, uh, what is it? Black shirt, black shirt, black shirt, white shirt. What's different? Oh, I see what's different there. You know, same thing with this row of shirts. White shirt, black shirt, black shirt, black shirt. So maybe we consider, and by the way, in order to accomplish this, guys, uh, you that pretty much means you can't offer the shirt in black, which I'm guessing the people who designed this shirt did strategically. Like they probably created this shirt knowing that they were not going to, um, in fact, do that. Now, when it comes to a holiday like Easter, you could even consider only offering it in, like, light blue, light pink, and yellow. You know, it's a, it's a big pastel-y spring time of year, and we know that those colors are very popular and associated with this time of year in people's minds, you know, for one reason or another. Uh, so maybe you could use that to your advantage. And one thing you could do that n- almost nobody does is... The same way that we like optimize designs, like if you're selling a, sh- if you're going to make your design available on a black shirt, it is going to behoove you. I think that's the right word to say. <laughs> it's going to benefit you to make sure your design looks best of all the colors you're going to make available. You can have up to 10 colors on a black shirt because you know, that's where it's going to get seen the most. All right. And when I go into my uh, merch by Amazon statistics from the lifetime of me selling on merch by Amazon, uh, because pretty merch shout out to pretty merch pro. I can also link to them in the description. They let me see my, um, selling colors, right? They let me see all that data, best-selling fit type, best-selling product type, best-selling color. Um, and guess what? Like my best-selling color is black. It's probably not a coincidence. I mean, I design mainly optimized for, uh, the dark colored backgrounds. Although in some cases you can have a design like this one, that can look good on black and white. And when this is the case, if you have the upload slots, you can even consider uploading two versions of the design, one where you make the black uh, enabled and one where you don't because you know if you enable the black, like that's the one that people are going to see, right? So what I'm really saying is be strategic, be contrarian, leverage this to your advantage. The average customer has no clue what Merch by Amazon is. They don't know why they're seeing so many black thumbnails. Uh, So you can kind of like weaponize the system to your benefit And just by not making the black shirt available, um, you can really, and I think white gets the the next like dominant spot. Like, I don't think I've seen where white is available. Okay, never mind. There you go. I see 
this is there's no book on this there's no and i don't know if this is necessarily a rule either so don't you know me the fact that we just clicked and white was available but asphalt got the primary thumbnail in this one example um you know they could also just write into the amazon algorithm like okay uh asphalt is getting the highest conversion rate therefore render it as asphalt in search results as the primary like i don't know firsthand how this works like i only have what i see so it's very like anecdotal but um just keep that in mind guys experiment with this especially if you're in tier 10 in tier 10 don't be afraid to only make one color available when you're chasing trends like in tier 10 when you're moving quickly you're being agile especially now i heard they enabled two daily uploads for tier 10 uh, which is awesome like use this big time to your advantage because you need to just stand out you need to chase the trends defer profitability stand out in search results and i can think of no better way than to leverage the shirt colors to your advantage guys so i think that's really what i wanted to cover in this video Quick reminder as I wrap up, I have a full Merch by Amazon course walking you through how I took my account from tier 10 to tier 200,000. It's got all the best practices to start, scale, and automate your business exactly as I run mine. So if you want to learn more about that, there is a link in the description. You'll find lectures just like the one we just covered in this video, but often in more depth and um, very like linear as far as the tutorials go. Uh, guys, thank you for watching. Please like this video if you found it useful and subscribe to my channel if you are not already. I'd really appreciate that. And uh, thank you. I'll see you tomorrow with a new video.